Hello and welcome to Naturally Smart People. Well, sometimes things happen that you don't quite expect, so today's episode is one of those moments. I hadn't planned to be interviewed myself, but Alexander Crawford from the Tolberg Foundation got in touch with me this morning, and the result is a short five-minute piece in response to his question, how do we live the good green life? This is the basis of some work that the Tolberg Foundation is doing over in China, and I look forward to the outcomes of their conference next week. Hope you enjoy it, and please leave feedback as usual with us at the Foundation website. Thank you. That's a, it's a very, very interesting question, and, and, and I think probably I've got maybe four or five sort of component pieces in response, if that's possible to do. Um, first and foremost, I think it's a connection to nature. For me, that is the fundamental of what a green life is about. It's that reconnection with the, with the natural systems that are our life source and our life force. And I, I say reconnect because I think we've always known how to connect to it, but we've simply forgotten that over the last period of time in human history as we've industrialized um, so it's perfectly possible to do it that's the first thing so part of living a good green life is the optimism of the possibility and the probability that we will reconnect into a deep ecology um, and that nature we trust nature in that environment to assist us in enabling us to succeed and thrive alongside all the other life systems um, the, the second part of living a good green life, I think, is to do with careful choices, conscious choices. As a, you know, we are all consumers, so our selection of what we consume and our reasoning behind that is always aligned with that first point about it being in keeping with the natural systems. So we don't, therefore, overconsume. We don't consume things which. Um, create massive pollution or add to that problem or we don't consume in a way that adds to the pile of plastic so we're deliberately provocative almost in our in our choices as individual citizens and for me that's an important part of my daily activity I suppose I think carefully about what I eat I think carefully about packaging and just the simple things that we encounter all the time around us as, as a part of the human family and I'm very aware of that problem of of consumerism driving an agenda which is not aligned to nature and I think it's very possible to re to guide and change it with with the power of consumers so I think we use it strategically together as networks um, the third thing is, is looking out for those networks, I suppose. It's looking for the places around planet Earth where our communities have either historically always been ecologically focused, and that means communities such as the indigenous communities of our Earth, um, who I do work with and connect with, and, I've, uh, and who are equally in, in challenge at this point in human history in relation to the, how, the question of how to proceed and how to live a good green life themselves, even though their heritage is far more embedded than perhaps the Western 
system approach at this time is. So I think there's a lot we can learn from those communities in connecting to them and listening to them and exploring how they make sense of their 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 the world that they inhabit um, and bringing that back into our again into our daily activity it's it's very much about presence and the com- the current moment it's not just thinking about a future um and in, in and also looking then for communities who are intentionally trying to develop ecological solutions so places that are coming together to provide innovative solutions and ideas and and I've just recently teamed up uh, only in very little bit but um, teamed up with John D. Lou and his community that he's working on in Spain. John's a good friend and has been working on the idea of a regenerative community model. Um, we, we work a lot in our program Naturally Smart with communities in Australia particularly out in the desert and those communities are under great threat at the moment because of it, because of climate change, because of the changes in the environment. But there are there are members of those communities as elders who hold with them knowledge that's gone through multiple generations, thousands of years. And so, what we're trying to do is explore with them the ways in which, first and foremost, that can be continued in their own places, but how we can also perhaps draw away from some of that knowledge and bring it back into into day-to-day activity elsewhere. Um, And that's the reason why I created a project that I run internationally called Naturally Smart, which is simply a connecting device, really, um, bringing schools initially together with students to teach them some of the fundamental things about energy, food, water, waste, well-being, um, guided by those choices... Um, that are ecological in principle and then be in a position to help them to link together um, through the network, through the technological platform so that they're capable then of finding out what people are doing in other places without necessarily having to always visit them. So we reduce the carbon footprint but we increase the the human connectivity Um, and that really is the sort of way in which I think day-to-day the the living of a good green life can happen and then there are two other little bits I suppose that I could add in the first is just the the power of enjoyment of the company of animals and the company of plants and the company of people and to 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 love that that relationship and deeply care for it um I think that is immensely important at times of crisis because what it does is it gives us great solace and strength in community and I think that if we're going to proceed across this century successfully community is going to be a critical human factor that we solve and work on very deliberately in our next steps Um, so that would be part of the definition of goodness and then the, the last piece, I suppose, is the notion of giving, that we don't just take, we give. We continue to learn how to give intellectually and creatively and physically in order that the, the sum of the parts starts to build, you know, and we begin to create something together that is fulfilling for everybody, life-enhancing for everybody. And we really, truly play our part as earth beings, not just 
human beings on planet Earth. Um, because as Earth beings, I think we have that presence alongside all other living Earth beings. And that is part of our community. Without it, we're, we're, we're less than we are. With it, we're enriched. And I think the more we learn that and use that, the, the greater opportunity we have for living the good green life. So that's my answer. <laughs>